I had a PI brought to you by DigiKey and Adafruit. Thank you, DigiKey. This week is Analog Devices. Lady Ada, what is the new exciting thing coming out of Analog Devices this week? Okay, this week from ADI, which bought Maxim, which bought Trinamic, is the new Trinamic 50, TMC 5240. Um, this is a, yet another of, in the family of Trinamic stepper motor drivers, um, kind of famous for their silent um, steppers that use... Um, you know, very high quality uh, motor control to enable uh, very fast and but very quiet motor control. Um, and this one is kind of neat because it does even more. In fact, I was looking at this and I was like, wow, this actually kind of replaces almost all the stepper motor control code I've, I've ever had to write or have used in my life. Um, so it's up to 36, it's like, you know, five to 36 volt up to two amp, um, you know, per, uh, leg uh, uh, bipolar stepper motor controller uh, but it also has a lot of built-in capabilities such as um, you know motion control uh, of course it can do stepper control it has encoder um, reading capability it's got um, you know motion planning um, you can have UART or SPI control rather than uh, most of these stepper drivers before you've used GPIO this one uses SPI or uh, UART um, up to 256 micro steps per step, a reconfigurable stepper, uh, micro stepping sine wave table. If you, you know, want to change it from being default sign, um, I'm trying to think what else is in there and well, we'll go through it all, but, um, very powerful kind of does it all step motor controller. So this is the kind of thing it's going to step, uh, sorry, it's going to control, uh, chunky stepper motors. Um, they can go up to two amps, 36 volts. This happens to be like, I think, you know, 200 milliamps, 12 volts. So this is a smaller stepper motor, but you know, basically, um, you know, any motion control that has an X, Y gantry, you know, normally you would use, you could use like a full H bridge, like we do on our, you know, here is our motor feather wing. And what we do with the motor feather wing is we actually PWM the individual um, ABCD pins, all four pins, to create smooth motion. So you can do single stepping where you can go like one step at a time, chunk, chunk, chunk. Um, that's definitely the easiest. It's the fastest to implement, but you don't get really good resolution. Uh, and it's kind of loud because the stepper motor doesn't move smoothly between each step. It kind of like, you know, rockets to the, the step and then kind of oscillates a little bit. Um, so if you want smooth control, you want to like slowly micro step up and down, um, from the two points that you want to travel between a lot of people, uh, who are in the maker community or even engineers, they'll have, you know, a 3d printer and 3d printers are really popular, um, home example of something that has an X, Y gantry. So there's going to be a stepper motor that controls the head and that goes back and forth. This is just, a, you know, a random 3d printer that we've sold. Um, the XY goes back and forth and you want to move smooth. you want it to move quickly, but also smoothly because you don't want a loud and jittery print. Um, and you also want a fast print and the faster you can move the head, the faster your 3d print will complete. Okay. So, um, like I said, you know, when you, this is from ADI's tutorials on stepping and micro stepping, you can. You know, most stepper motors are about 200 steps per rotation, and you could just step one per, you know, you you, you toggle the A, and B, and C, and D pins, 
and uh, with a motor controller and you can just step one, two, three, four, five, 200 times for rotation. Um, but you're not going to get very good resolution. Of course, it's going to be very loud. So the best thing to do is to use micro-stepping where you slowly PWM the motor driver to um, smoothly move between the steps rather than just going like chunk, chunk, chunk between each step. The bad news is anyone who's ever used micro-stepping knows is that the frequency you micro-step at is going to resonate through the motor and through the coils and you're going to get like a really annoying squeaking, squealing sound. Um, and what Trinamic is kind of famous for is they have learned how to adapt the stepper um, PWM and like the frequency and I don't know, it's like the magic um, it's called silence, you know, sil step silent or whatever that basically makes it like super quiet, but you still get all of that power and smooth motion. So um, if you do want to have a finished product that has stepper motor control, but you don't want it to be squeaky, uh, you're probably using a trinamic stepper motor controller already. Um, this is kind of the overall uh, uh, block diagram for it. So um, the micro step sequencer is again, something that they've had in, in previous motor controllers. The thing that's new here, I think, is the motion controller with ramping. So when you're not only are you having to micro step between each step, but you also want to slowly speed up the motor and then move very quickly and then slowly um, slow it down or you, you decelerate because you want to go between two points accurately. So you don't want to like go over the distance you want, you know, you don't, you can't go backwards. You want to like slowly speed up. So you don't jerk the um, motor, which will cause noise and, and vibration. And then when you're getting close to where you're about to end up, you want to, you know, put the brakes down uh, and slowly end up exactly at the spot you want to end at. And normally you would have to do that with a very complicated motion controller that would be programmed in your microcontroller or microcomputer. And especially if you have more than one stepper, this becomes very complicated to program because you're having to like constantly track multiple linear algorithms and you know the X and Y and Z are not necessarily going to the same speed and the same distance. Uh, it's a lot of work. So what's nice about this motor is it does that all for you. You tell it how many steps you want to go to and you set up the ramp up you know attack decay release whatever and it will um do that whole for the whole motion for you and let you know when it's done you can communicate it with um uart or spi and we'll go through it so you get multiple motors uh there's also an encoder unit i mentioned uh interrupts um and there's also um some neat stall detection as well a lot of uh Yes, yeah, so this is sorry. This is stuff I was talking about with the eight-point uh, motion controller. Um, so stealth chop is what makes it quiet. Uh, spread cycle, I think, is just you know kind of what makes it um, reduce current um, and be precise as it goes from the beginning of the step to the end of the step. Stall guard is what lets it detect the back EMF, so you know when it's stalled, which is really valuable because you might have um, end switches on your XY gantry, but first off, those can fail. Or maybe you want to have, some, you know, uh, there could be something in the way of um, your motors that's stopping it from moving. Oh, you know, heaven forbid it bumps into a person or bumps into the uh, something it's machining. You can detect that and immediately stop it. Um, and then cool step keeps your motors nice and cool because they do overheat. Um, okay, so this is the diagram. It only does one motor, of course, but you can connect multiple motors. There's two 
uh, pin configurations, the TSOP and the QFN. QFN is smaller, but uh, if you go to the next page, the uh, TSOP has better uh, thermal resistance. Um, and of course, it's going to be a little bit bigger. Um, you know, you'd want to have the center pad go to your, your you know, through a four-layer board, maybe have two-ounce copper, and then behind it or above it, you're going to have a heat sink that might be necessary. Um, SPI, so I think the previous step on voter drivers that I've seen from them, they had UART or individual pin control. These now have SPI interface, which is kind of nice because it means you can control pretty much any number of motors you want, and each one will just have a unique uh, chip select. And of course, SPI is very, very fast. Um, so you can write and read from the register map. There's you know a huge number of registers that you can access. I won't go through all of them. There's also UART single wire, which is kind of interesting. I guess this is for back compatibility. With this, um, you would have all the motors share a single UART, but you can set the node address. And the node address is set, I think if you go to the next page, um, you can set the node address with a couple different pins. There's three pins that you can, yeah, configure. And then you have like node zero through seven. And then if you need more, apparently there's a way to configure it so you can use like up to 255 motors. But this way they all, I guess they chain one wire and they share one wire. So I guess if you want to use UART, uh, maybe some um, existing motor controllers that are set up to do UART mode, you know, for back compatibility. Honestly, I would use SPI. It's going to be a lot faster. Um, but you do need more wires. Um, what Trinamic is known for, again, silent uh, stealth chopping. So they say absolutely no noise whatsoever with these motors. Um, you know, you're, the only motor, the only, uh, only noise you're going to hear is from the ball bearings. And the ramp generator, again, I think this is kind of the most interesting thing because, you know, instead of you having to manually deal with, okay, slowly speed up the motor through like the a1 phase and then the interrupt goes off okay remember to change the controllers to drive the stepper motor even faster okay next interrupt go to a max next interrupt um it handles it everything for you it um will automatically um decelerate if you're using too much current um or it will track the number of steps so you will get to the final location even if you have power dips or um if you stall out there is uh, support for reference switches, so mechanical stops built in, so it'll automatically stop when it hits a mechanical stop. You won't end up like bashing the motor into the side of the um, gantry. Uh, also, again, in addition to having mechanical stops, you want to detect a motor stall to, um, you know, for an emergency stop or to reduce the amount of current you're using. It can detect motor stall. There's a couple configurations I noticed on how to do this, but using the back EMF base, it'll say, hey, you know, we're not actually moving we're getting more uh, we're getting a lot of back emf while i'm trying to step it'll let you know and it can automatically um, deactivate the motor and uh encoder support as well so if you you know using a stepper motor home to um a, a reference switch a stop switch on the left and right side is very common but if you're doing you know precision servo like motion control you might want to have an encoder as well. There is encoder support. It will keep track of the encoder count for you um, and use that when you're telling it uh, in the motion planner, like, hey, I want you to go to this location. It will use the encoder instead of trusting what it thinks is the steps. And so if you end up slipping, um, the encoder will detect that and you'll uh, you'll automatically make up any lost steps. 
It's available as a breakout board. Uh, this is a tiny breakout board, which is not the same size as like many like uh, stepper motor driver shields. They use like a kind of like a like um like a Pololu pinout. Maybe I don't know who invented it first. Um, this is similar, but it's not exactly. But remember, you can't use the GPIO control for this. This is SPI or UART only. So you, it's not back compatible with those like step forwards direction, enable micro step GPIO control. Um, you have to send the commands over SPI. So it's a little bit more advanced. You would need to redesign your PCB if you wanted to like upgrade your um, 3D printer design with this. Available at Digikey. They are in stock. And there's also, I do have, oh, they're in stock. Um, they just got in. So I think like the that one that's missing, like I bought it uh, from 250. And then on the overhead, um, I did pick up also one of their eval boards. Although I didn't realize when I first picked this up that it didn't have GPIO control. And I haven't finished writing any driver code for it. But this is... Um, you know, a nice eval board and I like is it's open hardware, so you can get the yeah. design files. Um, these are the control pins, motor uh, output, motor power, um, some nice capacitors. And then this just shows you, hey, this is, you know, the size of the motor driver um, on a four layer board. So a nice eval board if you want to get started with this. I think um, if you're making a very nice uh, stepper motor controlled robotic gantry system uh, this is going to definitely save you a lot of time with motion planning because it does it all for you all right we got a one minute video we're gonna play it hi my name is thomas ernst i'm with dynamics since almost 10 years now and now we are part of the big analog devices family and i've got our all-time classic demo uh, with me um, and it showcases our benefits the benefits of our stepper drivers really well For example, we can detect the load um, of the motor shaft from the information the motor gives us. And if we increase the load, the load angle opens up and we can use this information to reduce the current that we drive into the motor. And this keeps the motor cool and saves uh, up to 75% energy. Our drivers are optimized for high-resolution micro-stepping and this enables a really reliable and smooth motor run. And on top of that, we have our Stealth Shop Shopper, which makes the uh, stepper motor absolutely silent. 